You're listening to Expansion, the podcast for EXP agents. Expand your skills, expand your value. Here's your host, Glenn Sanford. Everyone, uh, Glenn Sanford here, uh, founder and CEO of EXP Realty, and also the host of the Expansion podcast, uh, where we talk about personal and professional development here at EXP Realty. And today, uh, I'm honored to have Delisa Rose, uh, agent in Texas, um, also doing some expansion into some other markets. Um, but uh, she is with us today to just talk about, you know, her journey in, in real estate. Um, I think, um, uh, hey, welcome, Delisa. Welcome to me. Thank you so much. Thank you, Glenn. I'm like, just like, do you, oh my gosh, do you see this man right here? Do you know who this is? I'm so honored. I'm so honored um, and inspired by just what you've done with this company, all that you are, and just that you care enough to take the time to do this weekly for uh, not just your internal agents, but the agents in the world and the industry. And you are an amazing, an amazing man, an amazing leader. And I'm just so touched to, to be speaking with you right now. Well, well, thank you for the for, for the kind kind words. I, I, I sincerely appreciate them. And, uh, um, uh, you know, I I still think of myself as just an agent who's just expanded a really big team. So uh, it's uh, uh, for me, I'm I'm I work you know, like a lot of people in EXP. I'm uh, work entirely remote from my home office, and it's kind of fun to work on this every day. So. Um, now, now, Delisa, maybe um, I, th- I think you've been in the business, maybe uh, at least my notes have it uh, that you've been in the business since 1998. Um, well, but uh, maybe you could just tell me a little bit about your career in real estate. Yeah, a little bit before then. I got into real estate uh, over 25 years ago. So I got licensed in Texas in 1993 uh, while I was on maternity leave. Um, so uh, but I started in community and economic development. I was a city planner and I had the intention on building master plan communities uh, in low to moderate income areas. And from there, I said, you know what? The city was taking too long. The governments were taking too long. Politics was taking too long. I said, let me get my real estate license so I don't have to ask anybody for a key or access or anything. And um, had a baby, decided I didn't want to go back to work. Uh, Got my license, as I said, a maternity leave and quit my job and said, oh, my gosh, what did I just do? And um, my first four months in real estate in my mid twenties, I made a uh, one hundred and nineteen thousand. A couple months later, seventy eight thousand, and it was on and cracking since then. Um, so twenty five years later, well, nineteen ninety three in Texas, um, and now this year is twenty twenty two. But I've had uh, multiple Hall of Fame awards, Lifetime Achievement Award, and uh, in two thousand nineteen, I was selected by the National <clears throat> Association of Realtors as the most inspiring realtor. And through all of that, and even owning my Remax franchise, I did not begin to live life until I joined DXP. So, thank you again. Oh wow! Well, well c- congratulations on um, making the impact that you've made. It sounds like you—that's been part of your mission—is making an impact and making a difference. Um, you, you know, the um, now, now you were you were actually even recognized by Oprah Winfrey. Um, how did how did that come about and what, what was that experience like? Um, I'm a philanthropist and uh, I 
I'm a big supporter of a pantry called Minnie's Food Pantry in Oakland, a woman by the name of Cheryl Jackson and Cheryl Action Jackson. And uh, she's her mission is to feed the hungry and uh, eliminate poverty. That's a mission that I have as well. And she had hosted a gala, did a gala, and I contributed uh, significantly to that gala, 50,000. Um, and uh, Oprah was honored. And then later we spent her birthday with her um, and had a private conversation there. And she just touched me. Um, and I guess she was very impressed by my stuff too, but beautiful soul. So yeah, on a couple of occasions. So three at this time, I've met her about three times. So. Okay. Oh, wow. Now, um, uh, I know that uh, um, uh, De Debbie is like, oh, I, I, she's like in awe of Oprah. So just the fact that you've met her three times, she, she, she's like, I want to meet Oprah. So anyway, um, the, um, um, so what, uh, what ultimately, you know, led you on your journey? It sounds like, you know, maybe Remax, KW, uh, Berkshire Hathaway, independent broker, what, what, uh, you know, where have you been, where have you hung your license and what have you learned along the way just in terms of brokerage and what ultimately led you to EXP, I guess. As well? <laughs> you know, I think I went through the, uh, the regular evolution of real estate that every realtor goes through. And unfortunately anybody who's with not EX, who's not with EXP right now, they just don't realize, uh, the journey that they're on and the journey that they're probably not on um, because where they're at, there's no exit. Um, EXP is the first company that actually allows us to retire. So going back a little bit, you remember the mascot of uh, the, 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 the real estate lady, she was the old lady in pearls, you know, <laughs> and that was, Oh the, yeah. 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 The old lady in pearls because you can't retire. So from real estate, right outside of this model. Um, but what I have found at going through the, the evolution of real estate, as I call it, started, um, you know, you're trying to be more successful. You start a team, you hire assistants, you get a buyer's agent, then you grow a team, you close the team, you grow another team, you say, okay, well, let me become a broker. Okay, well, then you're a broker, you realize that that's harder, then you go, let me buy a franchise. And then you realize that, oh no, that's the biggest mistake you can make. Um, and then you begin to buy property and deal with tenants, but you're really ultimately trying to find freedom. But as you become more successful in real estate, you're really losing your freedom because you're putting in more time. You have more responsibilities. You have more financial responsibility and even legal responsibilities if you're a broker. And you get to a point where you're like, I wanna travel. I want to be free. I want my weekends. I don't want to take calls at 11 o'clock at night from troubled agents. I don't want to remind people that they have to renew their licenses and take their classes. I don't want to do all these things that, to be honest, Lynn, you guys do for us. <laughs> um, but you're looking for a life. You're looking for a life. So I purchased a Remax franchise. I mean, if I could say that, and, and not just that I purchased one, yeah. I made the mistake and I purchased two. I had had a title company and a mortgage company and, you know, just all of this in order to achieve this thing called success, right? And all the books said I was successful, but I was absolutely miserable. Glenn, I was absolutely miserable. Um, the relationship, the children weren't getting my time. Um, and I even ended up in ICU. 
So the, the same year that I had achieved lifetime earnings, um, Hall of Fame award, I ended up in ICU and could not move half my body, paralyzed from half my body. Um, and as I thought about the children, my kids, I thought about my kids because you're about to die. That's all you think about. And every memory right. that I had, um, every memory that I had, I remembered, it, it, every member of the children that I had, I, I apologize, was, was convoluted with real estate stuff. My kid had a soccer game. I missed the first kick because there was a call. You know, my, my daughter's prom, there was a busted deal and uh, an irate agent and every memory was convoluted with work. And I realized that I had spent my life working, trying to create a life for them and I didn't get to enjoy them. I wasn't present. And um, I ended up, you know, as I said, buying the franchise. And I had about two and a half more years left in it and said there has to be a better way. Uh, EXP had been introduced to me years earlier, a couple years earlier, and I passed on it because it was too different. <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, let's see how it goes. And um, many people are more comfortable in familiar dysfunction, you know, than they are in the successful opportunity to, of, of an unknown. But I ended up just cutting the umbilical cord and I said, this stuff is for the birds. I'd rather be happy and healthy. If I lose, you know, I, I cut the cord with a Remax and joined DXP and said, if it doesn't work, I'll be happy and healthy. <laughs> but right. as long as I work it, it will work. And that's true for anything. Anything can work if you work it. But um, I chose to be successful in life um, and successful with my time and chose to have real freedom. And EXP allows that. With no geographical boundaries, you know, you can recruit unlimited and you don't have to deal with the headache because EXP, the headache of agents, the headache of teams, the headache of any of that, um, because EXP brings in so much support um, and the tears, the layers awesome. that you have, everybody is just supportive. So I'm sorry, I know there's so much you know, that I could say about EXP, so I was probably rambling. <laughs> well, you know, I, I think the it, it leads into, I think you have a motto, which is, you know, work to live, don't live to work. Um, it, and and one of the things that I, I, I've talked about quite a bit is that um, most of us in real estate, uh, we're sold on the idea that we have a real estate business, uh, which means that we, um, in theory, own a real estate business. But in reality, that business owns us. Um, because, you know, if we're not, we don't show up, we're not doing the work, which makes sense. I mean, somebody's got to actually meet with clients, do the do the business, etc. And it is a it is a, uh, a continuum uh, from, you know, getting into production, putting, you know, food on the table, roof over the head kind of exercise. Uh, but in most systems um, that are out in real estate, uh, you don't, you're not able to sort of move from the activities that do that to, you know, making an impact on other, on, on larger, uh, a larger scale. And for that matter, um, you know, be as much around the people that are, uh, that you love and, and care about. 
um, I always called real estate the most inconvenient business for people that you care about. Um, it's a, it pays well, but it's very, very inconvenient for, for those people because you do have to do the business. And there is a bit of a rite of passage because you have to go through that in order to get to the other side. But if the systems and the processes and the company you're associated with, once you get to the other side, isn't there, you get stuck in, in, the, uh, in the hamster wheel. And so, of course, the idea was to basically create something where, um, you know, the business could serve your needs versus you having to serve the business's needs. Um, you know, so those are phrases I, I use quite a bit as the purpose of a business is to serve the needs of the owner. If it's not serving your needs, then the business isn't structured properly. So what are all those elements? So it sounds like, uh, you know, you went through that journey and really introspectively looked at and asked critical questions along the way, uh, which are so important. Uh, what, was, what was the phrase I think you used, which was people um, uh, 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 would rather deal with the dysfunction that they know. Familiar um, dysfunction. Something, something like mm-hmm. familiar yeah. dysfunction. Um, yeah. And, 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 you know, that's super powerful. How many people uh, would rather, um, quote unquote, deal with the devil they know than to mm-hmm. potentially move to a world where the devil doesn't even exist? That's um, right. Yeah. It's insanity. That's what's called insanity. <laughs> you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, but, for sure. So yeah. now you, you've done, you did, you did uh, a solid, really solid business, like two-year icon uh, with mm-hmm. EXP, been, you know, really been um, doing well. Uh, how how do you how do you build your business? What's your lead lead generation strategy? Is it all repeat referral? Is it do you have mm-hmm. to take on new clients? What what does your business look like in terms of how you operate? You know, uh, you you might hate this, but I'm so old school. I am so old school. Um, I'm not big on social media, the YouTubers, uh, the gram, uh, whatever you call that stuff, building the funnel, you know, I'm not big on it. Um, I am old school referrals and teaching people that you have leads. You just have to reach out to the ones you know in half, you know, um, and that's truly, truly it. So I'm uh, prospecting, you know, and teach others to prospect. You know, we really, that's really it. I mean, simple. What, what's your number one prospecting strategy? Um, reach out to people and ask for the business. So there's a, a, a happy honor of doing this course in the uh, BEN, Black EXP Network, um, teaching people how to do 30 contracts and or get, get 30 potential leads um, ready to contract in 30 days. Um, and it's, I don't even know if we have the time, but biggest part is knowing your database. A lot of agents don't even have a database or don't have it all together don't know how many people are in it, don't know what to do. Any business is a database. Any business is a database, and you guys are teaching that through conversion, you know, um, which every EXP agent gets conversion as part of our package. But knowing your database isn't just having the leads in there, but reaching out to them, you know, and figuring out what are their real estate goals? You know, are they wanting to invest? When are they going to make the next move? What's their credit score? What's their... um, you know, do they have a savings to purchase a home, but actually knowing your customer, right? They teach that in basic business school. 
um, using technology to be able to connect quicker and easier. In my day, we had to call one, hang up two, hang up three. Now you can use a dialer. Now you can send a mass text to every single person in your database in less than two minutes. You can send an automated voicemail to everybody in your database in less than two minutes. And you can also send a survey <laughs> to everybody in your database in less than five minutes. So I train people to use the text messaging, use the audio voicemails, use your survey um, to survey everybody, ask the important questions so that you know who's hot, who's not. And then know that in this world, with everything being on social media, with all these impressions that we get, you have to be best, better, or different. You have to be best, better, or different. So you can't be just that agent that says, hey, I'm the agent that wants to help you buy a house. Hey, I'm your realtor for life. No, what's gonna set you apart? What makes you the agent that somebody wants to use? Um, and then once you understand what your offer is, promote that offer. So through the BEN course that I taught, I told everybody, hey, let everybody know that, well, use an example of something I did. In 2019, I promoted that I was giving away $219,000 to homeowners. The following year, 2020, I said, hey, I'm giving away up to 500,000. So if you buy, sell, or invest in a property, you know, with me, you can get a portion of this. Well, that in itself got a lot of attention, right? And yes, I would give a credit on the HUD if it was allowed of up to $1,000 to everybody who bought, sold, or invested with me. Well, if I'm able to give away 219,000 or 500,000 to these buyers, sellers, or investors, think of how much you could actually make. Well, that ad in itself is something that's best, better, different than what everyday people are seeing. So if realtors would come up with an offer to offer to you know, their sphere of influence, their social media audience, you know, their YouTube audience, it would generate leads. But here's the biggest thing. The fortune is in the follow-up and follow-through. Many people have leads, but they don't convert them. Many people don't follow up with them consistently. And then when they do, they usually don't follow through. So if right. you can follow up and follow through in contact, um, and know your database. That's pretty much it. There's one other important thing that I must say, I must say. Um, the biggest thing that I think people can do, um, agents and any, and any entrepreneur, in order to be successful, I tell people you have to get out your own way. In order to be successful, I'll say it again, get out of your own way. So in order to do that, spend every day working on personal development. How could you be better today than you were yesterday? And what do you need to do tomorrow to be better? If you know that you procrastinate, deal with it. You know, if you know that you're bad at time management, you're not bad at time management. You can't manage time. You're bad at self-discipline. Figure it out. You know, if you know that you need to be a morning person and you're not, what do you need to do? So the biggest thing that you could do to be successful is learn what you need to do to get out of your own way because you're the only person stopping you from being successful. Right. So one thing, um, just want to just note here, um, uh, you know, obviously um, you shared a number of strategies there. Uh, a lot of them had to do with, you know, how do you sort of automate your, your follow-up? And, um, you know, one of the things uh, is to make sure 
that whatever you do, and this is really for people who might listen to this and not understand the context of doing this, um, when you do you know, use different tools, you do need to make sure that they comply with, uh, with, with consumer protection laws. So whether it be do not call list, uh, whether it be um, the TCPA, uh, the Telecommunications uh, 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 Consumer Protection Act, um, and, and and that type of thing. So when you when you think about using um, dialers and um, and leaving voicemails and those things, uh, you do need to make sure because we just paid a ten million dollars settlement. Just so you know, yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. Um, mm -hmm. But you know. If you use those and you're not using them in a compliant way, it, it puts you and your your business at risk and to, to some extent the, the, the company at risk. So we've got a lot of now new compliance training specifically around that. But I just wanted to point that out mainly because uh, you know people might go, well, I'm going to do this auto dialer thing and not understand yeah. that um, that you need to do it in a in a way that mm -hmm. uh, complies with uh, with the law, and um, you know it, uh, you know the num the fines and the expenses at the agent level mm -hmm. uh, would literally put agents out of out of business um, and 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 bankrupt them, quite frankly, if they don't do it compliantly. So just uh, just just wanted to make sure that we put that disclaimer that in there for sure. <laughs> and and re remember, yeah. just for clarity, I I'm I'm old school, so when I say reaching out and contacting your database. I'm really referring to the people that are in your database, in your sphere, in your circle. Um, I don't even really believe in buying leads and buying lists and doing all of that. There's enough people that you have. Many people just need 24 deals a, a year, you know, 36 deals a year. So you don't need 20,000 uh, buyers. You really just can start yeah. with the ones you have. And until you start uh, creating your schedule, mastering your schedule, mastering your business um, with what you have, um, you don't really have to jump jump level one. You know, start at level one. Yeah, no, for sure. This No, this is, uh, this is awesome. And uh, uh, I think that, uh, you know, agents are going to get, you know, a ton out of this. What would be one last piece of advice and, and uh, we only have about uh, one or two minutes le left here. But what, what's one piece of advice that you, you could give to an EXP agent? What would it be? There's so much. But um, to an EXP agent, um, get connected. Get connected. Many EXP agents are sitting in the I don't know what to do stage, and they're not connecting. There's a ton of resources um, well beyond the person that sponsored you. Um, connect, take advantage of all of the training, put yourself on a schedule to commit to watching one training, attend your state broker meetings on Tuesdays or whatever date it is in your local state and, um, you know, get connected, get connected. So again, get out of your own way. Awesome. Well, Delisa, thank you so much for taking time. Super excited uh, to get this podcast out. Um, you can find Delisa on Instagram at Ask Delisa Rose, um, mm -hmm. and also you can you can find her website at DelisaRose.com. 
Um, so a uh, lot of great content. I, I love this, uh, this episode. Love the way that you present, the way that you think. Um, you're, you're, you're a deep thinker, and I think a lot of people are going to be inspired. So um, uh, with that, uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you so very, very much, Lynn. And I just will say that Ask Delisa Rose is more than just an IG handle. It really means Ask Delisa Rose. So if there's any agents out here, we are all family. We are all team. Um, and I would love to be able to support you. So don't hesitate to give me a call. Give me a DM. Give me an email. Ask me anytime. I'm here for you guys. And thank you so much, Lynn. Thank you for what you do. Awesome. you've been listening to expansion tune in every Tuesday and Thursday for new episodes. Thanks for being the best part of VXP.